Welcome back to the Conservatarian Exchange on the Liberty Block, hosted today by Ed P., Ed M., Mike P., and myself, Steve. Welcome, everybody. Hello, gentlemen. Okay. Um, I know what some of the important stories are to me, but Mike, I'll put you on the spot because you never have one. What do you think is the most important story? (laughs) Forget the most important story. Let's start with Boobert. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Come on. Exactly. I, I, I thought, it, first of Go all, I, I think the hash. Mike, the Mike, hash, if you feel you need to get the story off your chest, it's okay. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> well, as long as we don't cut anything off, we're all good. <laughs> but I thought the hashtag on, on uh, Twitter, I mean, X was great. Boobert instead of Bobert. Boobert. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, as we all know, Lauren Bobert was on, on a date and uh, uh, she was going to see Beetlejuice the musical. And, Which I've uh, seen. Yeah, well, you know what, my my kids have seen it a couple of times, believe it or not. I had to take them into the city. But anyway, uh, apparently somebody had their, their eye on her with the security camera and caught her and her date fondling each other in public. And, of course, this has become a whole big firestorm. Uh, I, I think, honestly, it's just hysterical uh, at, at first blush. It's just like, <laughs> I mean, how stupid could you be? Although, you know, it's just like, I don't understand how, how you could be that stupid to be a member of Congress and be acting like that in, in, in public, even if you thought you were in a dark theater and nobody was looking at you. Oh, it's come just, on. It, Which, it, how it, many it, of us have not, how many of us have not, at least in our younger days, <laughs> engaged in a little friendly making out and groping in a theater? Well, I mean, I mean, I mean come how, on. how old and were you a sitting member of Congress? <laughs> uh, I, mean, I, Congress I give her a pass. It's, such a, it's yeah. such a fake scandal. It's fake, 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 fakety, fake, fake. I mean, come on. Well, it, it's fake in 2023, right? Because we've all been desensitized to a lot of this stuff. Our expectations about... Uh, morality or standards of somebody being in office have been so lowered that you know even people like us who who generally are conservative in our in our in our life we don't care anymore we don't have any guys there is a real scandal expectation at all i never care (laughs) there is a real scandal here though why is it that a member of Congress is not entitled to privacy and, uh, you know, video gets t- sent out of her immediately. I mean, within 24 hours of it happening, we still haven't seen the video of the January 6th. <laughs> Seriously. Well, because I mean, that's not well, who, who, uh, national security secrets like yeah. the Capitol cameras are. I don't know. Isn't isn't the whereabouts of a member of Congress a national security secret? Don't we, I mean, do we, it, do we videotape them? It's not a privacy issue if you're in public, but I mean, if they're the theater, whoever was manning the camera at the theater and knew who she was and everything that was going on, who was responsible for releasing? I mean, it was an infrared camera, right? I mean, this that was a government camera, was it not? I'm not sure. It was in a theater. Theater camera. I suppose it's a it's a, um, you know, I suppose it was a. uh, security camera but i mean right. i go to the theater all the time and i would be i'm appalled that there are, are infrared cameras looking at people now 
I I apologize that I haven't groped my wife lately. Uh, but if she wanted me to, I definitely would be there for her. Um, I, I think it's just appalling that they have these security cameras uh, turned on. Every, every the whole thing about it is is fake. I mean, I mean, okay. So there's the Big Brother aspect, which I definitely agree with you. Even though there's an expectation of privacy, you do not expect a video of your behavior in a theater to go viral for anybody under any situation. I mean, do we have any issue with the fact that the guy's married? She's officially married. Do we care about that part? Um, Do we care? Oh, he's married. I didn't hear that. He's married married. to some other woman. I, I believe he's married to another woman. And just in general, is it poor judgment? Does that matter? And there is the white trash accusation that this is not the first, you know, quote unquote, white trashy thing she's been involved in. Does it matter politically? Will it hurt her? And does it matter to, you know, quote, upstanding citizens? Why is it white trashy to be romantic with with a romantic partner? Um, there's a difference in romantic and I guess lewdness. I don't know whatever word you want to use. There's certain things you do in public and certain things you don't do in public. Right. Um, oh, God. You guys have never made out with a girl uh, in a in a in that, a theater before. I mean, is this? I is mean, that's, this, that's, that's different. That's different. Like, they 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 were going beyond that. She grabbed his genitals on right, camera. And, and that's different than making out. Yeah, and it's just. Listen, it's like, you know, obscenity and, you know, pornography, you know, when it is pornography, it's it wasn't the classiest Look, you, act. You, you guys are red blooded American males. Did you see the dress she was wearing? I mean, did you see it? I mean, come on. Well, I didn't I didn't see much of a dress. No, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I uh, listen, look, I don't I, know. I, look, it was teenager I mean, behavior by yes. a four-year-old but so what i mean i I think ed brings up a good point that who who released the video because that to me seems like it's overstepping you know you know what i mean he's not gonna have any was i'd have a problem it's not about a Uh cause of action steve it's about if you're gonna if you're gonna say that that we that peep that the public has a right to know. Well, the public has a right to know what happened on January sixth. Period. I mean, even if they really did have guns and pitchforks and everything else, we have a right to know. They're changing our society based on what happened. What okay. they say happened on January sixth. We but have I, a gonna, right to know before they change our society. What I'm going to ask. You, I, I got to ask you the legal question, which I've probably asked before. Every single day in Congress, we can't comment on that because it's an ongoing investigation. Which article in the Constitution says that? Which article says that they can't? Yes. Why is that literally the gospel that overrides the right to know, congressional oversight, everything else? Once you bring up ongoing investigation, there are no other rules that govern anything in this country. Who made that up? Why does that have so I much think, power? I think that that's about protecting the defendant's presumption of innocence. I heard somebody say separation of powers. Somebody argued. I think Garland argued. I just think it's absolutely ridiculous that they can hide behind national security and ongoing investigation to hide, like you say, 41,000 hours of that. Um, and no matter what. Everything is the same thing. Ongoing investigation, ongoing investigation. Who made that role? It's just, and you know, the Congress people are screaming at Garland already. They're sick of it. 
Like, no, that doesn't work, but he'll just stand behind it. That's long-standing practice. Well, it is separation of powers in the sense that the Justice Department is part of the executive branch, and the executive branch prosecutes crimes, not the legislative branch. And in fact, the the Constitution specifically prohibits the legislative branch from prosecuting crimes by prohibiting laws of uh, bills of attainder. So it is prosecuting crimes. I I think you guys are missing the point. One of the uh, one of the comments that um, Shipwreck Crew, the the lawyers for some of the J6 defendants made with regard to the uh, federal indictment of Trump was that it was um, was it was a four pages of indictment. Uh, interspersed with 36 pages of innuendo, and that, in fact, the uh, prosecutors who are supposed to stick to, um, you know, the law, the act, the allegation, the law, the act, the allegation, went into a lot of um, uh, innuendo, begging the question, um, talking about what what Trump said and what he didn't said, none of which is relevant to the particular crimes, trying to make Trump look bad to the press, to the jury pool. In fact, the government comments on crimes all the time. What they don't do, uh, uh, you know, extra legally commenting on uh, criminal investigations, they do that all the time. What they do not do is ask, is answer questions from people who want to know why they behave in such terrible fashion. And I think that's exactly, that's shipwreck crew on, on Substack. I think that's exactly right. Uh, so the question is not why don't they talk about it, it's why don't they ever ask, answer any questions. I'm just well, saying, is that something that's challengeable at any level because it's just so ridiculous? It's just they- policy. But, but, you know, basically it's it, a get out of jail free card for everybody. Just say, let's open an investigation. And that's it. And then everything's shut down for 50 years. Oh, it's worse than that. It's let's open an investigation. Let's put out all this innuendo, a few facts, uh-huh. a lot of innuendo and whatnot. And then let's um, get that all in the press. And when the press, you know, assuming the press ever does their job, which, you know, big assumption, comes back and says, hey, on page two, you said this, but on page 43, you said that, and these don't seem to me- I'm sorry, we can't comment on an ongoing investigation. investigation. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, logic is not allowed. And some of these indictments are just, like, written by third graders. You know, you'd think that the bar would, you know, weed out people who can't write. I, I, uh, I you know, having two sons through law school and seeing how hard it was to get in, I don't understand how illiterates get out of law school, but they do. I'm ashamed well, of you, Stephen. Why don't all your sons go to law school? I thought you were going to say you're ashamed of me. How do I have any sons in law school? Well, it's like the, it's like the, the old joke about uh, what do you call somebody who went to medical school and was a C student? What? A doctor. A doctor. Doctor. Well, the joke in law school is what do you call someone at the law school was a D student, Your Honor, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, the, the other two may end up in law school. I can't, I don't know if I can protect the world from uh, that either. 
But no. yeah, it is interesting that you can get out of law school illiterate, and I don't understand it. So uh, the other the other two have well, an MD on in their future, maybe. No, I mean, they they don't want to learn what's really going on in medicine any more than they already know. I see. So. Yeah, that's why it's hard. It's hard to push that one. Speaking but, of metaphor, let's move on to how badly if did Trump hurt himself with that ridiculous abortion answer? I think big time, but that would be if there was any coherent opposition to Trump, which there isn't. But I think he did hurt himself a lot. I mean, first of all, he turned the question into a narcissistic answer. Uh, what do you As really feel all. about abortion? They're going to really like me. Uh, yeah. that, come on. That's not what we're talking about. And then I'm so, going to sit down with them and everybody's going to be happy. That was one of the most horrific answers besides the substance of, you know, we'll just pick a number out of the hat, blah, blah, blah. I thought that was but, absolutely horrific. Listen, You're saying it won't hurt because there's nobody opposing it. You don't think that gives openings for DeSantis of any import? In case anybody missed it, do you want to give a little bit more context about what he was asked and what his answer was? No, I want Mike to do that. No, no, no. I'm asking because I don't. I didn't see it. So go ahead. I, I believe it was when he was interviewed and asked what his position was on should there be limits on, on abortion or something. Yeah. And then he also had to slam DeSantis for saying he, I forget the exact wording, but he slammed him for signing a six-week bill, calling it crazy right. or something. And then they asked him, well, what would be his number? Would he sign a 15-week restriction? He goes, well, no, we'll just get everybody in a room. And by the time they leave, they'll all be in love with the deal. And they're all going to leave happy. And I promise everybody's going to like me. Oh. What, what the, is the, the art of the deal on abortion? That, that's the art I, of the I deal think on abortion. It, yeah, I think part of it is his inarticulateness, right? I mean, I, I do think from a... Um, Except I think in Florida, I think six weeks is a loser politically. I, I think there is, you know, I'm just analyzing the politics now. I'm not talking about the underlying issue. I think there is a, a fairly large consensus in, in the United States, except in some very, very conservative states around something on, on the order of, you know, 12 weeks. But he could have said, he could um, have answered it as a state's issue. He didn't. That was Kurt Schlichter's uh, point. He said, look, we've spent 50 years arguing that this should not be the province of the federal government, should be the province of the states. And now idiots like Lindsey Graham and now Trump or whatever are trying to nationalize it again. And they are literally committing political suicide by doing so. Now, if, if someone were to ask me, what is my opinion of Florida's? Law. I'm not a Florida resident, but I can have an opinion, right? I would say it's it it's probably a political loser. Six weeks is a political loser in in Florida. Now it might not be a loser in Mississippi or Alabama or Wyoming or something like that, or but Iowa. In Florida, I think it's your Iowa, but I think it's probably a political loser in in uh, in Florida. But, but none none of uh, that matters to me in the face of his ridiculous narcissism that I can fix this. Now is that my guess? What I would have followed up with. Is, is that going to be the first 24 hours or is the first 24 hours ending the war in Ukraine and just the next 24 hours fixing abortion? Well, and what to say, we're stuck with who we're yeah. stuck with. Which, again, I mean, as we said before, is let, me, let, me defend, let me defend Trump in this sense. Uh -oh. 
Wait, wait, <laughs> and I'll let you do it if you do it with a British accent. <laughs> no, but hopefully Daniel will be happy when he hears it. Uh, I think if you ask the American people and you gave them a, a binary choice, abortion, illegal, all a, a full ban on all abortions or abortion is legal up to the point of birth, which is the Democrat position. I think that the, I think that the Democrat position would, would most likely win. I don't think an all out ban would win. And I think a six week a six week ban is effectively an all out ban. In that sense, I think he's right. But Ed took the words out of my mouth. I didn't read Kurt Schlichter's article, but the the Supreme Court gave him the roadmap. I mean, sometimes the best answer is not to answer. And he should have just said, this is a state's issue. If Iowa wants a six-week ban, they can have a six-week ban. If California wants to let it be legal up to the point of birth, then it's legal up to birth. I'm not going to interfere with that. That's what he should have said. And how many people agree that he only said what he said because DeSantis said the opposite? And had DeSantis said 15 weeks, would Trump have said six? No question. Perhaps. To I mean, he, that, could, he could also be showing some true colors on this issue as well. Well, by the way, and there were some people who said that, that Trump was never anti-abortion or and was never pro-life anyway. And that's slipping through here. It just it was just a horrific answer, turning it into I can fix this, too, in 10 minutes, bringing the obvious question of, well, you know, you left the country in not that fantastic shape. You helped some things. But are you really this miracle worker? Maybe he's like Biden and he can cure cancer in his next term. I mean, you know, he could try to sidestep that question. But if, if it was a really good reporter, I'd say as a resident of Florida. Right. Do you agree with your governor's position? <laughs> I'm not running for yeah, governor exactly. of Florida. That's what I know. But he's a, but he's a resident of Florida. He can have an opinion. Sure, of course. Yeah, he can have an opinion. You could still try to it's pin not him relevant. Down. It's not relevant to a presidential campaign. True. But right. And is but he it, saying, but it is would seem, it seem rather wrong? unprincipled to not answer the question. Um, Democrats get away without answering the question. the question every single day. They don't answer that question, even when they're pushed to say until what point can they do abortion? Well, nobody wants late term yeah. abortion. And they just keep pushing that, pushing that. And is he saying DeSantis is wrong for Florida or DeSantis would be wrong for the whole country? Yeah. It's just it was not not a good answer. Politically, though, Tim Reynolds of Iowa, who's the governor, signed almost the identical bill that that DeSantis did. And it's a very popular position in Iowa. I think Trump really hurt himself in Iowa, maybe not in New Hampshire, where I think abortion is a lot more popular. But right. in Iowa, abortion is not a popular issue. The The pro-life yeah. side is, is much more popular. Yeah. And then and then we have the great state of New Jersey, where I showed you guys that uh, the the, uh, the governor and the legislature are mandating insurers to cover abortions. Right. Yeah, that might get stronger. Why would it be struck down? Well, they mandate mandate a lot of other things to be covered, especially in New Jersey. The Little Sisters of the Poor uh, Supreme Court case uh, is precedent to strike that down. But we'll see. You never know. It's not mandating somebody do it, right? I mean, yeah. I don't know. I mean, is it mandated to pay for uh, sex change surgeries in New Jersey? If it's Probably. not, I'm not, I'm not really sure, but 
<laughs> you have to assume so in this state. Yeah, I mean, okay, so now that we move to New Hampshire, I guess we should slide back to the other Bobert type story. The Corey Lewandowski fling with Christy Nome. Is that happening? Does it matter? Um, it seems pretty clear to me that not only is it happening, it has been happening. Um I've heard some people on the right say, no, it's ridiculous. They're just business friends, blah, blah, blah. But I've heard people say that that's not exactly what they've seen. It, so I think it's it, clear that it's happening, but I haven't seen her in a dress equivalent to Laurie Boebert. So I can't really decide, you know, whether it's appropriate or not. <laughs> I, who cares? I mean, we've it's gone. We, you know, Bill Clinton solved this problem. We no longer are supposed to care about the sex lives of politicians. The unless left has told you, us we're no longer running, supposed to care. Unless you're running on family values. But Republicans don't do that really anymore unless your name is Mike Pence. They still, I you mean... isn't running for president. Why is this even relevant? Because first of all, they, they claim that she's very strong in the running for vice president. Oh, for vice president. Huh? Well, that's perfect. She's engaging in vice. So it's, it's, she's qualified <laughs> for the job. <laughs> no, no, Ed Powell, I'm sorry, but I have to contradict you because Nancy Pelosi said the job doesn't doesn't include anything. She did not say to be qualified, you have to be engaged in vice. Well, it's a warm pitcher of spit, right? <laughs> not quite a warm pitcher of spit. And, and it's I guess it's at least a bad look. I don't know. Are we giving up totally uh, on quote unquote values and, and yes. going with the Democrats that it doesn't matter? No, it doesn't matter anymore. How about the blackmail aspects of it? It really doesn't. We're well, saying that there's no I've been told. It only works I've if, been you told. Don't care, if I don't, you know don't whether care this is people true. know. I've been told that uh, even when they, you know, polygraph CIA people, they don't even ask about sex anymore because it's essentially not blackmailable. I mean, what would you have to do in America today? <laughs> that you could be blackmailed for sexually. I, I don't even know what you could be blackmailed for anymore since everything's taught in schools now. Yeah, I, right. I can't even imagine. Yet what Trump you could be was almost sunk by a P tape. So again, if the press wants to use it, they will use it. And against, you know, like a Christy Nome from a conservative state, is it still blackmailable? I mean, if they caught Sarah Palin doing this, I mean, of course they'd make hay out of it. It it it's only useful if the person really cares about it being known. If they don't, I mean, if they, but I would if, assume if the reports were they were they were in a bar care. at what CPAC or something like that, and and it, they were it was all out in the open. That's that's what it was reported. That's what we heard. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It doesn't seem like I, they really cared. Again, is there something left to maturity and poor judge and poor judgment? No. Now it's gone. Yeah, and is that a good thing? I mean, it's it's gone in a certain sense because our expectations of our public officials and our our representatives, we don't we don't have any expectation anymore. On the other hand, it's the new as a, rules. As a parent, I still care very much about what the hell's going on in the schools, right? So, <sighs> you know, it's not all lost, right? All right. I think that, you know, the, the Clinton impeachment saga 
Monica Lewinsky. Oh. That changed the public perception on this. Remember, the, Gary the Hart was fooling around and he got, you know, he got tossed out right. of the campaign. 84 84 yeah um nobody cares after 98 the over the overton window has moved on this has moved you know you may care and i may care well i guess i don't has it moved for the press and republicans enough that even they they can't make a big deal out of it i mean christy gnome doesn't run around telling everybody what family values are and how to live their lives this is to complete non-story to me even without bill bill clinton what she does, she does. I mean, you know, it would be one thing if she were, you know, holier than thou and in your face about it, but she's not. So why is this even relevant? Why are we talking about it? Yeah. Okay. All well, right. She can we cheat can on her husband. She can cheat on us. Out if you guys want. What's that, Stephen? We can edit the segment out. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just agree to like um, not care. Okay, let's agree to not care. But I wanted your learned and considerable opinions, so I take that. Okay, I think. What are the big? What are the big stories at at M? I think a big story was the Jack Smith motion, the gag order motion. Now this was for partial gag order or something. Yeah, he he filed a motion to prevent Trump from saying certain things in his defense in public. And, you know, the judge hasn't ruled on the motion yet. But to me, that's election interference. I think a, a DA, you know, a DA in a red district should should come after him and file a, you know, file an indictment against him. Him and anybody who worked on that motion, conspiracy to interfere with the election. And the crime was committed in what jurisdiction? Who cares? Let him file a motion. They're trying so, to interfere. They're trying to interfere with whatever state it is. I mean, the presidential election is happens in fifty states. They're trying. They yeah, the, conspiracy the, to, to interfere with the election in Wyoming, in Montana, New York, everywhere. The the shipwreck crew again on Substack highly recommended. They did an analysis of this uh, gag order motion, and um, in summary, the Smiths citation of cases that support his motion when you actually read them this is, happens all the time i've learned this going back in 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 legal cases don't actually support the motion which is really funny in fact in in one of the cases that were cited it was the exact opposite it's supported uh um you know free speech so it's it it depends on obviously it depends on whether the judge wants to be fair or not. I, I you know it's 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 has no legal merit whatsoever. And if the judge wants to grant the motion because he's an anti-Trumper, then they'll go appeal, and who knows what'll happen. But there the the legal analysis that these guys did showed that it it had no it had no basis whatsoever in the own in in the citations they actually put in their own motion. Trump should proactively say, I will disobey any such order. It violates the First Amendment. It's election interference. I will not comply. That's what he should say. He should say it as uh, bombastically as he says all of his other crap. But Yeah, I mean, I agree. You know, when you look back on like the 
1980 election, which was the first election I, I paid attention to, you know, after four years of wishy-washy Jimmy Carter, the, the, the time when Reagan won that election was in the debate when they turned off his microphone. He got mad. He said, you know, I paid for this microphone and turn and and made them back down and turn it back on again. And that was kind of the time, the thing people were looking for, not just like, we're not going to yeah. put up with this crap yeah. anymore. And if well, that if was Trump the, pri- could, that like, was the I, primary that's thing with Trump, though, he is right. such a loud mouth about all the things that don't freaking matter. Don't matter. Yeah. But this is something that really matters. I would be so behind him. And he just shuts his freaking mouth and he takes it and he legitimizes the whole process. And I mean, maybe the Supreme Court will overturn it if the judge gives the order. But Trump has already stamped his imprimatur on the process. And instead, he this was a golden opportunity to just stand up and say, you can issue whatever goddamn order you want, Mr. Judge. This is bull crap, and I'm not going to follow this order. I have a right to speak. I have a right to defend myself. I am presumed innocent. You don't get to silence me. And on top of all that, I am a candidate for public office. You don't get to interfere with elections by telling me what I can and cannot say. Period. That's what he should do. Of course. So you have to be thinking longer term. The only way to make him do that is to get DeSantis to say the opposite. (laughs) Yeah, he is obsessed with DeSantis. It's so childish. And I just, that's going to wear, in fact, that's already worn thin on me. And I can't imagine it's not going to wear thin on everybody else. I haven't heard Trump say a single, like at the very beginning, he, he released a couple of videos on policy positions. But I haven't heard Trump say one thing that gives me any confidence that he's going to do anything uh, positive in a second term. Uh, He may say such things between now and Election Day, but he hasn't so far, like in six months or whatever. It's like he's always off center. He's always off topic. He's always off. Like, why isn't he at the border? Why? I mean, you know. the, The best thing he could do right now is just really ignore the field. I mean, he's already ignored them in the first debate. I mean, he, he should just continually be going after Biden and Democrats at this point. That's well, all he's, I, already that's all he said he's not going to the he, he second doesn't, debate. He, 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 I mean, but I understand why he wanted to go after DeSantis, but the way the DeSantis campaign has gone to this point and just the way things feel right now, he should just be presidential and be going after Biden and beating that drum Every day, and just ignore ignoring the other. So, Mike, I'm I'm going to I'm going to posit he's constitutionally incapable of that because he feels slighted by dissent. Oh, yeah. We know that he's an egotistical, like narcissistic a baby, baby yeah. person to the nth degree. So we we know that he he's yep. incapable of ignoring that, and he relishes the fight. Honestly, like so, he, right? He which means as a president, he's. As president, he's compromised by the same thing that you can paralyze him just by getting under his skin. Yeah. And you can distract him by getting under his skin. So the whole world can be going to pot, but he's more upset with somebody slighted him or hurt his feelings or was, quote unquote, disloyal, which means not loyal enough on any given day. I mean, he's going to have to convince people that he's worth a second shot. Um, and, and right now, yes I'm not no. seeing it. I, I don't even think he's trying. I think he's trying to like 
coast. Yeah, you know? well, that's what it feels. It, it, he he's definitely not. I mean, he, he's not sharp like he was the first time around, right? I mean, he had several issues. We've talked about this where he he was focused on. Right now, it's just. He's running know, it's a, campaign. It doesn't, it doesn't feel like it, at all like next year is going to be a Republican year. To be honest with you, he's he's running a campaign that just Jeb doesn't feel that way. To run in twenty sixteen. This is yeah. what Jim wanted to run. Low energy Trump. <laughs> I'm the presumptive yeah. nominee. Everybody knows my name. You're going to vote for me. I don't have to do anything. That This is the Jeb Bush campaign. And the weird uh, thing is, like, there are so many issues here, like, visible issues. The the flood of, of people from other continents uh, at the border. He could go down there and, like... Be a part of that story. The homelessness that has gripped large parts of our cities. I wandered around the homeless encampments of Los Angeles last year and uh, some in Baltimore. Trump could go there and like take videos in front of all of these tent cities and show the homeless problem. And, and you know, they're he related, his own right? New York City. They're related. Yeah, New York. He, he, he could do in New York. Um, you know, what are some of the other things? I mean, the, uh, the embarrassment of our military, we can get into as my sort of story. Um, he could go to a military base and, and, and talk about, um, you know, the weakness that we've been, we've been showing. I mean, uh, he, he could go to York? Maui. He could go to Maui. And, you know, I don't know whether you've seen this, the videos, but like the police are telling people you're not allowed to film in the uh, in the area where the Maui fires are. And then they people would go in. Uh, O'Keefe, you know, obviously went in um, and uh, and filmed and the, talked to some National Guard guys. And like, what are you talking about? Of course, you can film. And this is your First Amendment right. But, but the police were told, tell no one to film. Why isn't he going in there? He and his entourage going in to the fire zone in Maui and filming and showing how incompetent the response is. I mean, there are so many things that he could Palestine, be doing. Palestine, Ohio. Nobody is Palestine. About well, that. no, he went to Palestine, Ohio. It was a week late, but he went there. Um, the right, point is there's so many the things map. that he could do to, to like demonstrate hey, the malfeasance and incompetence of this administration. And yet all he talks about is like, his, well, I'm up 52 points in the polls now. Who cares? You know, who cares? I haven't really seen him talking about anything, to be honest with you. Wouldn't, wouldn't it have been interesting had he shown up in New York City this week while Biden is refusing to meet the mayor and literally knock on the mayor's door and say, I'm here for you? Wouldn't yeah. that have been a place to make a splash? Exactly. He, he just, I don't know who's running his campaign, if he has anybody running his campaign. Well, there but... isn't anybody anyway, so... Sometimes he does, unfortunately. But I, I think that he could do 10 times better if he just would try to take the pulse of the issues that are going on in the public. But he just doesn't seem to be interested, to be honest. I, I, I just, I, I don't know whether a second Trump administration would be a catastrophe or, uh, you know, a godsend. I have no data one way or the other. I do know a second Biden administration would be a, utter disaster. So, I mean, I'm not saying 
that Trump might not be the better candidate in the end or the least evil, but but wow, I'm disappointed in his inability to articulate anything sensible um, in this this time around. Yeah, and yeah. and unfortunately, the Dems may be right. It may just be a revenge party. Of course, you know, who wants to work for Trump in his second term after he's trashed every single person who worked for him in the first? Well, there's always power lusters out there who want a job that will yeah. lead to... Uh, he uh, burns through them pretty fast. Yeah. So and he, he does, he's not going to have Kushner there apparently this time. That's a plus. <laughs> yep. Um, the, budget, <clears throat> the budget battle. Anybody think there's even a prayer of the government, quote unquote, shutting down? Well, we talked about this a little bit last week. and we It's expect... coming closer and closer. Gates wow. is making noise, blah, blah, blah. And what are they, what are they, shut, they don't really question. shut down anything. Right. That's they don't right. really shut down. That's 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 why I said, quote unquote. Yeah. But does anybody think the Republicans are going to stand firm? Do we think McCarthy would actually sell out the Republicans and vote along with Democrats to make it happen? What do you think is going to happen? We're what? I think the bigger away. question is, is there going to be a discharge position petition for McCarthy's speakership? Are they going to vote to to try and strip him of his speakership? That's the bigger Oh, allegedly, a copy of this discharge petition was, was found, found in, a in a bathroom in the Capitol today. Uh, yes, but was that bathroom open to all genders? That's what I want to know. I don't know. Well, because that would be discriminatory. Hmm. What do you guys think is going to happen with both of those questions? I think there are enough votes in the house to pass a continuing resolution um unless it is filled with you know unacceptable conservative riders i think the democrats i think there's a majority of democrats and a majority of republicans will vote for a continuing resolution unless there's something crazy in it and by crazy i don't mean bad i mean like outside the Overton window of politics in Washington, D.C. Um, so I, I, I think it'll pass. That's my, I, I don't think the Freedom Caucus will vote for it, but I think it'll pass with Democratic votes. Right. And how far could the Dems go to, you know, pick up such a bill and still force McCarthy to back it? Because he thinking? doesn't want the government shut down. Yeah. And, you know, he's pissed at his people. And but I mean, it's it's unlikely that there's going to be a victory for fiscal conservatives. Right. Everybody agrees to that. Yes. Yeah, Are there I, any fiscal conservatives in Congress? Uh, <laughs> uh, you notice I did not say fiscal conservatives in Congress, right? <laughs> yeah, I thought that. But true. I mean, it's, it's, it's <laughs> even though this is another somewhat of an opportunity to somewhat rein things in, nobody thinks that's going to happen. Well, they bailed on the debt limit, so they're going to bail on this. It's, 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 I don't know what the argument is. There's no reason to expect anything different than what you guys are, are old enough to remember when a billion dollars was a lot of money, right? Yeah. My first billion was the hardest. Now we're at 33 
trillion and we don't bat an eye. Trillion, which is unfathomable. And literally, who who cares? Were we twenty crazy. trillion? One day we'll we were twenty care. trillion a couple of years ago, weren't we? It's I I don't I don't know what's going to happen, but someone once said if it's something is unsustainable, it will stop. And I have a feeling that it well, will stop at some point. I, again, you know, this comes back to all the entitlement spending, which nobody wants to touch. Because it's off, it's off budget. Whatever you want to call it, politically, it remains an enormous hot potato. Right, the, and the, even, the, even the minute, conservatives the minute, don't want to touch it. The, the minute Bush the second said anything about Social Security or any of this stuff, they jumped all over him. Okay. Didn't Trump bash DeSantis over and over for saying he wants I mean, to cut those things, Social Security, Medicare? Yeah, yeah Trump, Trump's not in favor of, you know, cutting back those programs. He's never has been. He wants to preserve them. Mm -hmm. Social Security is not a problem. It's Medicare that's the problem. Medicare and Medicaid. Wow. Both and um, you either have to cut them or raise taxes. Uh, there's no other alternative. There's not enough taxes uh, to raise. <laughs> well, you raise the payroll tax. You could raise the payroll tax and and, I mean, you and you get to, them solving it. You have to raise the age. I mean, well, that's, yeah, raise the payroll tax, raise the age to seventy. Listen, you could. It doesn't, get it doesn't matter what they do. All it is is kicking the can down the road. The, the, these programs are destined to go under. Right. And even if they raise the taxes, they would just spend more than they're never going to bring that down. You saw that New York is talking about a, quote, migrant tax. <laughs> wow. That we should pay. <laughs> we should pay for the migrants besides staying in the Roosevelt Hotel. I mean, there's no limit to what they'll try to tax. But again, has Congress ever taxed, ever raised a rate of taxation and then used it to actually spend less instead of saying, Hey, we got more money. Let's spend more money. Yeah. No, that doesn't ever happen. $33 trillion. What was if Mike, you're a good quick Googler. What was the national debt? I don't know. Oh, even 20 years ago. <laughs> you got to give me a minute. Less than five. Less. Than I mean, five. it's, it's literally unbelievable how fast it's going up right now. Well, I think and, it was it was like eight million when Obama took office, and eight then, trillion, yeah, eight trillion, and then I think it was about twenty trillion when he left office, and then about twenty six trillion when Trump left office. I think. Yeah, it was about twenty to one in twenty one, something like that, when Trump left office. Yeah, I mean, we've gone up twelve trillion in two and a half years. Yeah. That's a BFD, isn't it? Well, I mean, they, they said that like 80% of all of the money in the money supply has been created in the last three years. And people wonder why uh, prices are going up. Um, I mean, are, are you guys here yeah. in different parts of the country than Mike and, uh, Mike and me? But are your gas prices seeming to go up every day? Yeah, they're pretty high. It's definitely going up. Not as high as California. Because I think I paid four oh nine the other day for regular credit, and that was the first time over four in a while, I believe. 
Well, don't don't worry. The election is coming up next year, and Biden will just release more from the uh, which is reserve, pretty empty, reserve. isn't it? Yeah, until there's nothing left. Yeah, pretty much until the tank is on e. You you, you got to admit it's it's pretty amazing how the debt has exponentially multiplied so quickly, and mm-hmm. the press is so good at like that's not even a big deal. And the truth is, because oh, yeah. it's by because it's bipartisan, there's really nothing anybody wants to do about it anyway. Well, listen, I mean, I go back to the Tea Party days. It was one of the core central issues that was of concern, and it fell on deaf ears. There is this notion that has taken over the mainstream economic profession called the modern monetary theory, and um, basically, it says that we can increase the money supply ad nauseum as long as we don't let quote unquote inflation, you know, price inflation get out of control. And so that's that's the way the government is running now, basically. I don't know what, how else to explain it. There is this theoretical construct that says you can expand right. the money supply as much as you can. And that's what the government is based on. Right. And then we kick the, the debt limit for two years. Right. That's what they passed. Mm hmm. So who knows what, and pass the next election. Wow. Yeah, we're definitely in great shape as a country, aren't we? Uh, don't worry, you'll have your electric vehicles soon. We'll, we'll all be forced to have them, so. Yeah, somebody well, brought up we'll a good point about, about that oil. the other day. Like, try evacuating a hurricane in an electric vehicle. Yeah. And as if anybody cares. Um, right. Well, I mean, in New Jersey, they have their their mandate lined up. And I think the the DEP here in New Jersey was taking public comment on it. And I made a public comment on it. I mean, as as we all know, there's even if we, I mean, we don't have the infrastructure for it. No joke. Right? Just put, putting aside, put, putting aside the issue of global warming and all that crap. We don't. We're right, we can't support, support it. it. It's impossible. How much is this having? Is this tied in with the UAW strike business? Yeah, that's actually. I think an that's just story. basically inflation. I, I think the UAW strike is purely based on inflation. Um, not because I, I don't think it has money anything. to electric vehicles. That's not really an issue. It's the same workers, you know, electric fields is more complicated, so there's probably more workers. To, you know, I, I think it's all just basically the, like, I signed a, I'm a consultant, I signed a contract uh, five years ago that had uh, 3% escalation in it. I signed a five-year contract. And so the fact that inflation is running at 8, 10, 12% in some of these years um, you know what the people who signed the contract with me say about my signing a contract that said 3%? Nothing, because I signed a contract. But when the contract comes up for negotiation, the next time, mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe I'll be able to negotiate now, something more than 3%. Now I heard we don't were, know. They were looking for like a 40% raise in like 32-hour work weeks or something. I think I Yeah, saw. I think 46% raise. Yeah, I well, mean, they're not going to get either of those, but they are probably uh, going to get a thirty percent raise. I mean, that's just insane. They'll get they'll get ten percent over three years, ten percent a year over three years. So, any and, expectation uh, of car prices coming down? Forget it. <laughs> so I mean, there was just an article the other day: car sales are out of reach I of mean, like an astronomical amount of people today. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously, COVID and, and, and the lockdowns and everything, the inflation now. I think we all have to understand effect. that a lot of the reason for the uh, increase in price in cars is the increase in regulation on what cars have to do, what ha- they have to contain. So it, as the government makes cars be more and more complicated and contain more and more safety systems and like the backup cameras and the, you know, and the, uh, all of the different, you know, computers and, and monitors and gas uh, prices. And now automatic transmissions have like 12 gears because you've got to like continuously move the gears to get the ax. And this is all mandated by the government. And so if you're someone who I was talking to uh, someone today in the dentist's office, he wanted to buy a new car and she doesn't make a lot of money. And she's looking around and like, wow, you know, I can't even, I, there, there is no car for sale for le- a new car for, for less than $20,000. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah, $20,000 is a lot of money. Now, yeah, of course there are used cars, but even they are very expensive. Yeah. So um, it, it's, it's really difficult when the government mm-hmm. mandates that everyone be rich to be able to live um, because is, you, only the rich are able to deal with all of the crap. Right. Um, I mean, listen, we know this. I mean, every mandate comes with a, with a price when you mandate insurers have to cover X, Y, Z and everything in a health insurance policy, the health policy costs more. I mean, come on. Mike, yeah. Mike, I, I, Mike, do you really <laughs> want babies and old people to die? Yes. <laughs> listen, I, I I mean, I think I had read that the the car market was going to start coming down, but now I see this with UAW, and I'm like, I mean, it's just going to make things worse. I mean, it's just not reality. You want you want a thirty percent, forty six forty six percent, thirty percent hike right now when everybody else is is struggling. I mean, I I don't know, man. Does it it doesn't make sense to me? Yep. Maybe they all need to be told to take a hike like Reagan did to the air traffic controller. Oh, somebody somebody mentioned that. Was it not Ramaswamy? Somebody mentioned that. I'm sure there are a lot of people that, that could take on the, those or want those jobs. Look, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't realize that there was no Chrysler anymore, that it's owned by some company I'd never heard of. I guess I'm so out of yeah. touch. Stellantis. Stellantis? I never heard of that till the other day. Wow. Oh, yeah. I, I, I'm going to take the opposite position. I I, I don't feel bad. I, I mean, I, the UAW consists. The UAW is a corrupt union run by corrupt people doing corrupt things. We all know that all unions are that. That's not a problem. But the actual workers, they do work. Yeah. They, they actually work for a living. The people we should cast the wolves are these Hollywood writers and actors. <laughs> I mean, they're the ones that don't do any work. Okay, I mean, but come on, but, throw them away. But the if the rank, gonna... the, but the rank and file. I mean, if they're, I mean, they they need to control the bosses, but they don't, right? I mean, th- this happens in every union too. Well, I mean, is it like, possible to control the bosses when the bosses have more tools, so to speak? I. I, I don't know. I mean, so like I said, it's just, to me, it just comes across as really unrealistic. And with the, this economy and everything that's going on, that you're going to de- demand such an exorbitant raise. Yeah. Well, look what UPS got. So, yeah. 
I mean, that, that, I don't I mean, there's nuances to this stuff too, because I think I saw like a video of uh, a man in brown trying to explain how this all works. And right, it's not the really whole, the whole idea. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, I heard that. There's more, there's more to it than that. It's the, the way their benefits work and everything, and they do a lot of overtime. So anyway, so yeah, look, I mean, this is why you're not a. Fans of unions generally. Do people have the right to be in a union and collectively bargain? Of course. Public sector it shouldn't be allowed. Those unions should be gone. Um, yeah. you, ha you have civil servant laws for a reason. I mean, who who are, who are you negotiating against as a public sector union? You're you're. The, I think the, the civil the servant owner? laws should be gone too, Mike. You're, Why are you I'm defending? Them? I said what? I think the civil servant laws should be gone too. Why but, are you defending but, but, those? Well, what I'm saying is that they had rules and and things in place to the benefit of pu public sector workers. To unionize is a is a different thing. I mean, when you unionize because you want to negotiate against the the owner of the company, who are you negotiating against as a public sector worker? The taxpayer. I mean, right. who who's not in any sense represented in the talks? Right. So you know you're not trying to divvy up a, a slice of the pie of what Chrysler or Ford makes, you know, and come to a fair uh, agreement so that it works for the workers and it works for the company. So I think we lost even. <laughs> you lost me? Uh, we lost your video. We have, okay. We got your audio. <laughs> All right. There you go. Am, am I back? Yes, you are, sir. Sorry you missed me. <laughs> All right. What stories have we not gotten to that we need to get to, guys? Did we even talk about the Hunter Biden indictments yet? Uh, not not, not this week. The gun charge. What about Hunter yeah. Biden suing the IRS? That's a good one. You got to admit, Chutzpah lives in uh, Breeze, doesn't it? Uh, but you know what? Uh, I mean, you know, I hope he wins. A lot of people should sue the IRS. That's, go ahead. that's the kind I of thing that I'm expecting Trump to do. I didn't know you yeah. could sue the IRS. Who cares if you can? Who cares if he wins? <laughs> the whole point is you're throwing a punch. You're saying I'm not he, his his argument about suing the IRS is absolutely true. The IRS courts, the tax courts, are not Article Three courts. They are administrative bodies run by um, the executive branch. And he makes the case, which is absolutely true, that these tax courts and all of these administrative non-Article Three courts are unconstitutional. And I think he's right. Now, Hunter is a crackhead, uh, you know, dope smoking, crackhead, prostitution, you know, admirer. But his lawyers, I got to give him credit because I hope they win. I, I absolutely hope they win. Because uh, they are 100% right on that. He's challenging the constitutionality of the courts? Of the tax courts, which are not Article which is, III. That's never been done? Oh, yeah, it's been done before, but we have a new Supreme Court. So who knows, right? We have a conservative well, Supreme done, Court. It was now. done to the bankruptcy courts in the 80s, and it actually succeeded. They had, oh, to, wow. they had to reconstitute them. Mm-hmm. Ed, Ed P., you're familiar with Armed Services Board of Contract Appeals? It's another, no, but uh, yeah, I get it. It's another Article One 
kind of courty thing. Yeah, that that was my dad's job for the last fourteen years of his life. But it does beg the question of why is that constitutional? I it it isn't half the stuff that gets done is and not yet billions and half. billions of dollars in people's yeah. lives are adjudicated every day. On extra so he made two. Uh, he made two claims. One that the tax court is uh, as not as a non-article three court is unconstitutional. And his other thing, which is also true, is that you are guilty until proven innocent in the tax court, which is a hundred percent true. So I, I, you know, God bless Hunter Biden. I, if I had crack, I'd give him crack. You know, just to um, <laughs> whoa, whoa, I'd give I him extra, a seven I, second delay for that one. I, I I give him some extra crack for this lawsuit because I I hope he wins. You can't not hope he wins, right? Oh, I guess you know what I wanted to bring up. We found out that our president not only grew up black and Puerto Rican, driving trucks <laughs> and carrying a lunchbox, but he grew up in synagogues at the same time. Mm -hmm. This man is like talk about multiple personalities. What what has he not done? He's never sniffed a black person. That somebody said that. Is that true or is that just parody? What is that? I have oh, seen a lot of sniffing videos. I have never seen him sniff mm -hmm. a little black girl. No, I have never seen that. But He's a racist sniffer. <laughs> Wait till that lawsuit comes out. <laughs> I mean, the nerve of a guy who's like, yeah, I did that too. I'm not joking. I mean, is there any end to this? Has he been a Muslim yet? He's lived like a Muslim, taken over. It, it's, it's like literally, I, I, he put him in I a room and he's that room. I think most of the people in the media just laugh and say, ha, 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 that's Joe. I think mm -hmm. that's yep. the, the thing. Well, he's been making up <laughs> stories his whole political life. Nothing yeah. new. Corn pop. Didn't he talk about corn pop recently or was that a joke? Oh. You cannot read stuff. And 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 separate in your mind what's parody and what's reality anymore. It's literally right. well, impossible. Said, so when know, I read a parody, parody to reality used to be three weeks. Now it's like five minutes or so. You know, I want to talk yeah. for two minutes. I got to wind down relatively soon, guys. But the story. Well, I haven't of, even. What? Well, I haven't even gotten to my story. I I agree oh. with you. I, to wind down, but I haven't gotten to my story. I'm going to let you get your story in a second. I just want to mention right. Nadler calling Trump. Was he, he was calling Trump an anti-Semite? <laughs> I guess we can discuss that more another time. But I am so sick and tired of certain types of Jews saying they represent all type of Jews. Yeah, It's just whatever. We will get back to that. Okay, Ed P., I will let you start the wind down. All right. Well, the story of the week has got to be the fact that the a Marine Corps uh, lost an F-35 this past week. So what 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 happened, apparently? Uh, and uh, obviously, it's pure incompetence all up and down the chain of command. Uh, after takeoff from Charleston. For some reason, the pilot who has not been identified yet. I'm going to use the pronoun he when I talk about the pilot, but let's remember that the per pilot has not been identified. He punched out 
because of, for some reason, after takeoff and landed uh, in his, uh, you know, parachute and landed. But, but apparently there was nothing wrong with the F-35 or nothing immediately wrong with it because, and that he had put it in autopilot mode. So it just kept flying. And the, the, I, I, the we are so going to lose the next war. The Marine Corps Somebody put out a statement. What's that? The Marine Corps put out a statement along the lines of, has anybody seen an F-35 flying around South Carolina? I mean, that literally was like the essence of their statements. Like, we're missing it. It's like, you know, those posters for like missing dogs. You know, it's like Fluffy is missing and there's a picture of Fluffy. And like the Marine Corps put out a like, Hey, have you seen this aircraft? Are you guys, like, are you guys familiar? Are you guys familiar with the site called the Liberty Block? I have heard of it. Yes, you've heard of it. Vaguely familiar. So they published a story right after the plane went down that I would have sworn was parody, and I wanted to yell at Alu for putting it up. I thought, "What are you crazy?" And then I realized he wasn't making it up. Yeah. I, I, it was so outrageous to say we need help finding a plane. I thought, you know, is he well, losing it? I, I was waiting for like a Tucker alien story to be attached to this. And somebody you know, was watching Ed P, you'd be the expert. Could it have been hacked by the Chinese? Is that even no, possible? Probably not. It was hacked by stupidity. I mean, it was hacked by the fact that our military is run by morons. I, I, I don't know what else is to say. That That's crazy. And and the you know and of course they haven't released the name or the uh, you know demographics of the pilot yet, um, but I wouldn't be surprised to be honest if uh, if we find out something about the pilot. Well, I could be well, wrong. You know what? We'll I know a lot out. of Air Force pilots. I don't know any of them punch out under those circumstances. That's nuts. We'll never find out because they'll just say it's a subject of an ongoing investigation. One, one, one test pilot I know, uh, you know, uh, an actual friend of mine um, was a, a Navy pilot, and he he died in a small craft after he retired. It, his, the engine failed, and he and it crashed and it killed him. It was very sad. And I was talking to another test pilot friend of mine about the crash, and I was describing sort of what the the article talking about it was, and he says, "Like, well, he was a bad pilot. I could have landed that plane with no engine." I mean, that's the mentality of military pilots. Is like, yeah, I don't care what's wrong with the plane. I can get it down on the ground safely. That, you know, but he was a pilot twenty years ago. Yeah, right? I mean, he that wasn't plane a pilot today. That plane could have landed and killed a lot of people, right? Yeah, it, they eventually found it. They said, quote, two hours north. Well, I, I don't know, two hours walking, two hours driving. Yeah, hours I, I, I didn't horse. understand that two hours. I had no idea what that meant. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I, I don't know what that means, but it was still in South Carolina. So let's assume two it's hours driving. South Carolina. So maybe 100, 100 miles north um, <laughs> and in a, in a field somewhere. So luckily nobody was hurt. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I, I find the whole thing just a complete yeah. disgrace, an absolute disgrace. Maybe it'll be a, an interesting story when we find that. Guys, please excuse me. I have to wind down, um, but we can okay. we will pick up next week at the regular time um, with no limit. 
like usual, we'll just go on and on and on and on. <laughs> on. So just want to wish everybody like an F thirty five flight. Like an F. <laughs> Here we'll put the show on autopilot. There you go. <laughs> the script has been written for Top Gun Part Three. There anyway. we go. We'll just do Chat GPT at the Liberty Block. <laughs> there we go. Dot com. See y'all next week. Send All right, gentlemen. To uh, Liberty to Conservative Exchange at LibertyBlock.com and have a wonderful rest of your week.